If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, this is Amir. And this is also Amir. And you are listening to the You Don't Love Me podcast. Life from the perspective of a gay South Asian married couple. Enjoy! What's your favourite type of bread? Sourdough bread. Okay. Oh wait, I didn't think about that, which means that must be my honest answer. But what type of sourdough bread? A healthy one. Okay. Okay, do you know what? Mm. Cheese and jalapenos. That is a good choice. Because I just don't know, like cheese on bread. Well, you love cheese on bread, don't you? I eat it. I eat cheese on bread every single day. Work. And I love jalapenos. But you know, jalapenos are so expensive in the, in the store. We really need to make a, a trip up to Winslow Road to go to the Asian supermarket. Wait, to get the stop the jars. press. Why are jalapenos so expensive now? They've, they've gone up in the tiny little jars out there. Or maybe I'm drawing a comparison to the massive jars. How much is a, a small price. jar? I don't know, like nearly two pounds in some places. Like oh, piss off. And like the cheap one. You can get always, like a kilo jar one, for three quid. I know, the cheap one is not always available in Aldi. Oh, that's disgusting. Girl, right. We're going to have to stop. Hello, everyone, by the way. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the You Don't Love Me Bod- Bod- <laughs> yep, that's it. Bod- podcast. Yes, You Don't Love Me Boys podcast. Um, no, I like the new name. And my name is Amir, and this is my husband, Amir. We are talking about the things that matter, which is the price of jalapenos. Isn't it crazy how we dip between Amir and Amir? Do we do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. it's Amir or sometimes Amir. What, what, why do you think that is? Because in the Western vernacular, yeah, it's Amir. It is. They, they can't pronounce they. That's fine. They. They can't, wow. pronou- they can't pronounce Amir because their, their vocal cords aren't developed that way. So the closest we can get to is Amir. And um, Amir is the correct pronunciation. But I've made peace with all that now. Maybe I thought differently before too. because for me, I'm like, oh, I don't care what you call me, just call me. Yeah, you know, because of everything that goes on in our world, it's kind of, especially growing up, it was kind of confusing because we were like, is it racism? Is it not racism? Is it laziness? What is it? And then it's you realize that it's just, you know, people trying their best. Yeah, and it's worse when people are just trying so hard and struggling so much. Yeah. And not getting it right because they just don't have the vocal cords for it, so... Yeah, but you know, sometimes they would get it so wrong, and I was like, "Wow, you really are dumb, aren't you?" Because it was like, I'd say, "Say ah," and they'd go ah, and then I'd say "mir," and they'll go "med," and I was like, "Where? How did we end up here?" Ahmed. Yeah. Oh my god. Um. Um. My my grandmother on my step family side, 
she used to always like add on like elongated names for everyone. Like, you know, if it's like, if your name's like Amira, it'd be like, Amira! Oh, yeah, yeah. Aquila! Oh, Right, what do you think mine would be then? Amri. No, what if it was like that way? Amira. Okay, Amira would make yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. But then you think it's Amri because you think it's something different, don't you? Let me finish. Okay. I can, I can see this little bitch's interruption <laughs> lips coming together. Uh, God, he can't. Can't let me have my moment. Okay. Um, no, it was Amber. 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 I love that. I used to live though. No, mine mine used to be, my grandma used to call me, my late grandma, she used to call me Amri. <laughs> but that's like feminizing the name. I love it. They knew something that I didn't Girl, know. Girl, some whale. <laughs> Oh my, wow. You did not just say that. Do you want to? I just called you out on this motherfucking podcast. Can you tell the children and the children's children and the children's children the story of Shan Whale? Okay, the last episode that we did did quite well because apparently everybody loves me on an energy drink. So I'm having something caffeinated right now. Let's see if it does the trick this time around. Basically, guys, Sham Whale is um, a name <laughs> it's a name a really rare frankly crazy name that i've never heard anyone be called i think i've only ever known one person with that name and it's pronounced shamuel and when i was younger i really wanted a new name and How old i was were you? like i don't know i must have been about seven eight and i was like i want a new name and we were in the process of moving houses and my mom was like yeah well when we're in the new house we'll call you by your new name and we actually Lies. tried. No, this is true. And then, <laughs> like, we tried it out once. I was like, Mom, my new name. And she was like, okay, Shamwell. And then I looked at her, like, as if she just called me Fagger. I was like, call, that would have been better. I was like, ugh, don't call me that. It's such a weird name. That's why she did it. Because she was like, it's not going to stick with it. Yeah. Like... I was like, no, but I was crying, girl. I was serious. I was like, I just want a new identity. I hate my name. And she was like, okay, we'll call you Shamwell then, weirdo. Do you know what I mean? No wonder she kicked me out. Anyway, um, <laughs> um, yeah, so that's Shamuel. Um, how are you? I put you on blast. You did. I'm really good. Like, honestly, today, I'm going to talk about today specifically. Mm-hmm. Like, it's been a great day. You know, you did the cabaret last night. We're coming straight fresh from that. I, I was up at like half six this morning, girl. Same girl, and I went to the gym. I did my walk, you. and we went to see a film today at nine forty-five a.m. showing. I'm yes. gonna say nine forty-five a.m. showings on a Sunday are the place to be. Yes, Sunday morning cinema, and can we just give a shout out to the cinemas right now because we went straight after the pandemic because let's face it, we had nothing to do, and. Let's just say the seats were disgusting and they were mangled and you could see that. You know it's bad when you can see the stains when Mm -hmm. the lights are down. Do you know what I mean? The -the glow-in-the-dark white stains, no. But now they've just leveled up. We have leather recliner seats everywhere. No, massively, massively. Oh, my God, it was so comfortable. And what film did we go and see? We went to watch Barbie. Barbie. All right. Can we just have a little moment? Let's just talk about that feminist crap that is Barbie. You really should go. That walk. That walk. That anti-patriarchal nonsense. (laughs) Thinking they can solve everything. Hi, Hi, Barbie. Barbie. My favorite. Okay. Jokes. We actually love the film. Um, My favorite line still has to be... (sighs) 
when she's like, hi, Barbie. Uh, Good night, Barbie. I'm definitely not thinking of killing myself. But um, also when they're just <laughs> dancing, moment. when she's just dancing and she goes, hey, do you ever think about death? <laughs> it's just so like, it's such a drag queen moment because like drag queens are weird. Do you know what I mean? Like my favorite type of drag queens are weird and random shit will come so out of my mouth. So not many of them then. Uh, well, I was talking universal. I was <laughs> I was just talking British drag queens, Ooh. and uh, <laughs> that's just that's just worse. Wow. Whatever. I'm in good company. The ones I hang out with, I like. And um, <laughs> no, I like actually. Do you know what? I take that back. I like all of them. Um, <laughs> Me too. And uh, no, actually, do you know what? <laughs> Let's do no fuck Barbie. Let's talk about this because no 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 no. I'm fine, but you have opinions. No no, I'll have opinions um, in the future. You still have opinions yes, right now. How fine. about I put you on blast? Listen, they're all on mute anyway online. <laughs> mute 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 mute. Like uh, who? I can't see anyone. Am I on mute? Yeah, you will be soon. You gotta be careful. <laughs> I'm joking. If you start getting into like annoying shit online and breaking my rhythm of my peace and tranquility, you are on mute. <laughs> Because everyone just wants to fight, don't they? Yeah, there is a lot of... Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's like a cycle that you can just end up in. A rut that you can end up in without realising it. Yeah, it is. But anyway, right. Barbie, go on. You right. tell me what you liked about Barbie. I, first of all, I thought I was smiling from ear to ear, literally from the beginning to the end of the film. Uh-huh. I, I, I loved the moment it started. I loved the story. I, I loved how smart it was when it was about quality, essentially, in, mm-hmm. in the world. I just, the acting was funny and fab. I just, the message to send out there was phenomenal. It was just brilliant. You know, when you just feel amazing and it is, it's, it's going to be a historical film. It's a cool classic, you know. I did turn to you and said, you know, I feel like the last time we had something like this was like, Obviously not like this, but you know, in that kind of cult classic vein for, for a pop the culture community. moment. Yeah, with Mean Girls. Yeah, Mean Girls. And I, I genuinely think this is this is a moment in history and a moment in time. And what was Do you know amaz- what was- what was amazing to see yes. was um I I went to the loo during it and when I walked outside they have the Barbie boxes don't they in the cinema yeah and I saw two young South Asian women with hijabs on taking pictures in the Barbie box and Aww. and and in that moment I was like you know what Barbie is amazing because any any girl any woman anyone you know any one of them can be Barbie regardless of you know race religion creed size. Anything they they can all be Barbie and all be amazing, and I love that spoiler alert. I liked it when Barbie went into the real world and she started like feeling the emotions and and crying, and then she turned to that older woman and was like, "You're beautiful," and I just really felt that. Like it had really heartfelt moments in it, yeah, and it was just a, like a really beautiful story and like feel good. Oh, I just loved it. What, yeah. what do you think? I absolutely loved it. I I am. Um... What I loved about it is, you know, I love anything that's irreverent. I really love irreverence. I love anything that pokes fun at the matrix kind of thing. You know, mm-hmm. I, I love a- anything that kind of breaks the fourth wall of society. And they do it. I mean, they oh, really do. It's like <laughs> they come after the parent company. It's like Mattel's run by cisgendered uh, men. And like, it's just, uh, but it, but the doll is about a feminine, a perceived feminist movement or, you know, it, the juxtaposition and then kind of 
Um, even at one point, the narrator saying Margot Robbie's <laughs> not the correct choice for this particular scene. It, it was it was really really f- sorry spoiler alert or whatever. But um, <laughs> I don't care. Uh, but it was it was really really funny. I just love how camp it was. Oh my god, it's camp, camp as hell. And you know Ryan Gosling is such a good sport for playing that role because in Hollywood, where you have where you have very genuine insecurities of like you know what role you do and whether you're center stage and all that jazz. He He's, he is literally willing to play a Ken. Do you know what I mean? Literally. It's really, really cool. There, I, there's this um, right-wing political commentator called Ben Shapiro, who, frankly, kind of looks like a gay porn star. But anyway, he <laughs> was... Yeah, honestly, I don't, I don't understand why he hasn't come out as gay yet, but he's got a wife and kids, so he's really going for the straight life. And he had a trolley full of barbie dolls that he set on fire in protest of the film because oh, he felt like really? yeah wow. he felt like it was a load of like feminist nonsense whereas in actual fact when you watch the film the film is more i mean it, it may well be feminine um geared towards feminism but the whole message that i got was of equality well that's what feminism is yeah 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 so like bar barbie land works but doesn't quite work because Ken's don't feel seen, right? But then Kenland is just fucking chaos. So it's like we need to strike a balance here of sorts that's kind of reflective and accurate. And it's kind of like on the path to correctness. They, they basically mimic society through the dolls. And really, that's what the dolls have done in the first place. Mm. Or at least, you know, they've inspired... I guess they really have inspired a generation, which is incredible to see. Multiple really? generations. Like, yeah. truly, it, it's really shown, you know... Society creates things when things are needed or not needed as well. You yeah. know, as you know, the uh, film showed patriarchy, and then you know, Barbie was created f- for for necessity and need to really show um, young girls and women you can be anything. You know, yeah. we, you can be anything you want to be, uh, you, or you can be anything and everything. And you know, that message was really, really clear in the film. And like, you know, it's it's you're talking about whoever he is that burnt Barbies and stuff. I'm like. Oh, sis, well done. You just paid a load for these Barbies. <laughs> and yeah. you, you, you gave the money right into the company. But also, so you, you know, for me, it really shows where that person is uh, mentally and how fragile they are. Yeah, uh, yeah, mentally. Yeah. Oh, that, he's the, fragile the, as the, hell. The, you the, can the, tell. You know, fragility in that masculinity, it, it screams um, there when someone does something like that. And, you know, stuff like that. I know people, I've, I I try to avoid as much as I can online now. I mean, I, I Ben know... Shapiro's become a bit of a caricature of himself, if I'm honest. Yeah. He's kind of, I mean, he, he there is that toxic masculinity stuff, but then also he's just completely just a caricature. Like, you, I don't know, I don't really take him seriously anymore. Yeah. I just think someone doing something like that, you know, burning all the dolls and stuff, for me, it's just laughable. Yeah. It's just laughable. It's like, oh, who are you trying to rile up? It's not going to rile up, girl. And for those that do get riled up about stuff like that and engage with it, there's no point. There's literally no point. Yeah, I think he kind of missed the point of the film when he was doing that, uh, if I'm honest. I, I don't understand where... Do you think that... he watched the film? I don't think he did. I don't think he did. I mean, he gets paid about uh, £100,000 per speech that he does. And he will wow. literally... He will literally, I don't know if he does it much anymore. I don't think he does. He just sits and reviews YouTube videos at home, I think. But um, he will go into universities and argue, um, debate students. And I'm like, why are you not debating your peers? And when he does, he just gets tongue-tied. Of course. So, 
um, it's kind of this. Um, it's people playing on divisiveness, but you know, I thought it was a great point. I thought the film was a great point of view because, like, even Ken wants to be seen and heard. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Which is great to see. It's not just yeah, women take over and everyone else is shit. But then also, what was incredible to see was um, the dolls assimilating as to how they need to get what they need to get. In a male-dominated society, incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was incre- mind-blowingly good. Because you know, there's people out there that deny um, a society that's male-dominated. Mm. They they will say no, it's not. Where men suffer X, Y, and Z, and it's really bad, and this, that, and the other. And really, I think one of the reasons why you have this imbalance and you have um, women actually being um, sidelined. And men feeling the pressure, it's because of the imbalance. Mm. You know, there is this whole. Th- um, I mean, recently I was this Indian commentator or something. He was like, you know, if there's a fire, you're not going to get a woman running in there and saving people, and you're not going to get the effeminate men. You're going to get the masculine men. They're the ones who are going to do it. And I'm like, <laughs> where is this coming from? Do you know how strong some of these drag queens are? Like, do you have any idea what they've been through? Like, and what they're willing to do? I mean, hello, look at Stonewall, for goodness sake. Mm. Like, that's bullcrap. And like, what about female firefighters? Or just what about women who have saved lives? Like, or what about female paramedics? And also, like, going into a burning building does not a man make. Where is this crap coming from? I just thought it was really, really interesting. And... Uh, you know, I think the film kind of helps open up that conversation because, you know, it's not just about manly men and girly women. This whole notion of um, and, and, you know, with with the trans um, argument that we have these days and, you know, the protection of toilets, as I call it, that's going on. Somebody on Twitter said something interesting. They were like, why? Where are you getting this idea that women are damsels in distress? Do you think we can't protect ourselves or do you think we haven't been doing that? Like, you know, this whole notion of, oh, well, a man is a man and he's a manly man and he provides and the woman is this damsel. She can be a doctor, but she has to be vulnerable. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And she needs protecting and she needs to know how to cook. I'm like, it's not only is that a dated notion, I think it's a social construct. I don't think there's much truth to it. No, I, I, I honestly agree in, uh, with everything you're saying. And, you know, to even add to that, it makes me, you know, really think about, um, identity, you know, um, people just putting people down to what their identity is and then what they associate their the personalities and the emotional intellect of that identity to be like. Yeah. You know, you're female, therefore you are like this. You're, yeah. you're a male, you're like this, you're gay, so you're like this, you're this, so you're like this. And I'm like, you know, how about you you just stop seeing people for um, their their form identity. One thing I'm massively learning about and I'm into right now. Yeah. You know, stop seeing everyone as their form identity. Break down your own form identity and just see the person for who they are. Yeah, on you a know, spiritual see, level. See, yeah, yeah. See the person for for who they are. You know, some people have strengths and stuff, and stuff. Some people have weaknesses and stuff, and that's irrespective of their sex, gender, sexuality, and all the you know race and form identities. And it's yeah. like, and it's like, why can't you just see like it's something like why can't you just see me for me and who i am you know internally and 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 what i can offer irrespective of me being gay and and south asian and pakistani and all this stuff you know what i mean with so much 
we're so much more we as as humans. We are. We absolutely are. I mean, women have gone to space, you know, and that's such a beyond this planet uh, feat. And you know, it's like, well, men have done it, and, and women can do it as well. What more do you want, kind of thing? And I'm. I can't think of any at the top of my head, but there may be some professions that um, are reserved for men for whatever reason. I honestly can't single, think of a single one right now. Whatever. But, you know, it, it still doesn't negate the point that, you know, we are born equal or we deserve to be equal at least. 100%. One for me, when before we go to break, what changed it for me, what started to change it was, I believe it was Jackass. Do you remember the Jackass mm -hmm. films? There was a there was um, a clip in which they decided to take on a female Thai boxer. And this guy was having the crap beaten out of him this Thai boxer was razor sharp she was so so good and they were laughing They're like oh you're getting beaten up by a girl and you know as as crazy as that is I was like oh and I was young then and I was like oh yeah because she is a woman and he is a guy and she's not the damsel and he's not the protector and she is actually stronger than him. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I was like, oh, so wait, that rule does not apply. Like, nope. it, it, it doesn't. You can have, I mean, I've been to gyms and, you know, some women who bodybuild, I mean, you know, they're way stronger than I'll ever be. And that's absolutely fine. Of course. It, yeah, it works. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, you, Ben Shapiro, if you're listening, which you obviously are because you love homoerotic content, um, keep on burning those Barbie trolleys. I don't think, um, you know, there is a divide. There really is. There's a very like, um, old school way of thinking and a new school way of thinking. You really see that with the younger generation. I think it's coming through more and more. Um, but I think there's also people who are kind of stuck in, um, oh, you know, kind of dated ways. And there's a whole host of people who kind of look at things on a spiritual level. There's like a spiritual shift. No, I agree. That's influencing our culture, which is pretty cool to see. It is. Any hoselbees, we're going to take a break and then we will be right back. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we are back. Hello, everybody. I hope you went and I hope you went and had a break as well. Yeah. I what do people you do? Do? Do, you, yeah, do you? I don't no, know. I, do. I don't have a break. I just keep continuing listening to people's podcasts. People's attention spans will go. Yeah, true. They'll probably just forward the adverts and go back to here. Tea. <laughs> Not that I do that. I love sponsors. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, coming back to Barbie. 
Um, it really got me thinking as well when I was watching the film about like, you know, our lives and the importance, the important, you know, position that women have held in our lives. Because we've often spoke about that so much, haven't we? Mm. You know, in our upbringing, whether we talk to those people or not. And yeah, I just wanted to ask you, like, you know, growing up or even into your adulthood, you know, did women play an important part in, in your inspiration and influence? Are, are there any um, people that you can pinpoint that really inspired a change in you? Sure. I think initially women played quite a troubling role in my life, if yeah. I'm completely honest. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I had a, in hindsight, you know, I, I love I loved my mother and I do still love my mom despite, uh, you know, us not having a relationship. Um, but it was a tumultuous one and it was a fairly abusive one in hindsight. You know, it's not, or at least it's behavior that I can't justify, yeah. you know, or, or, you know, I can, I may be able to justify, but I can, I can't accept it. It's yeah. unacceptable. So I always had a difficult relationship with women in that regard because, psychologically you know if i had a, another south asian woman in authority i would instantly see it as a threat I, or if i saw a woman wearing a headscarf who looked a little bit like my mom it would literally send me into a panic and it mm. did until a few years ago um which was difficult to to overcome however um and, and with my sister as well i had yeah. a very um up and down relationship with her as well. But there were many other South Asian women in my life, including, um, you know, artists and, and Bollywood stars who really did inspire mm. me and shape me. Uh, you know, they inspired me to do good. They inspired me to pursue arts and entertain and change my life for the better and uh, also help change other people's lives. So at least bring some joy to them. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was quite... Um, layered in that regard i suppose uh, but now where i'm at right now yeah definitely you know i um i think i've kind of got over that hump um and what i do now as an artist is very much a love letter to women particularly south asian women because you know if i found it hard as a guy and as a gay guy and as a person of color i cannot imagine what they must have gone through mm. as migrants in a foreign land trying to make a better life not only for themselves but for their children whilst being married as teenagers yeah you know it, it wreaks a whole new havoc but then also what's really interesting is i feel that a lot of women don't have an outlet yeah they literally the only outlet is when everybody's left the house mm. <laughs> and then when you don't have those distractions then that probably even makes it even worse i'd oh, imagine gosh. So, yeah, that that's that's where I was at, and here's where I'm at now. And now, you know, when I perform and I see um, South Asian women come to my shows, and you know, people who would look like my mom, they would, you know, they come and they celebrate me. It's kind of bittersweet. It is a little bit tough because, you know, the one person who I wish I could win over is no longer a part of my life. However, the bittersweet um, irony of it is that. I am able to win over so many that look just like her. Mm. What about you? Um, in a similar vein, maybe I'll skip past the trauma um, times. Um, uh -huh. I've talked about that enough, I feel. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think in recent years, you know, similar to you, and learning about things I already knew in my mind and really delving into it and thinking about the women in my life that I no longer speak to and how tough 
it was for them. Yes. You know, coming over to Britain, coming over to a foreign land, not being able to speak the language, not knowing the culture and figuring out how to assimilate into this environment whilst raising children, whilst trying to work and maneuver and then look after their husbands because that was the ruling, you know? Mm -hmm. There's so much they had to deal with within the the patriarchy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and we've talked about this a lot over the probably the last six months to a year, um, thinking about the the people in our families and and what they may have been through. And it, it, it really does make me feel sad for them um, there's in, incredibly strong. Yes. Like the, the strength these women have. Oh my God. It is unbelievable. It is unbelievable. You know, I think about, you know, my own mum, for example, you know, getting a degree, working nine to five, you know, making the dinners, um, doing her exercise, doing her routine, looking after all the kids, looking after the household, having to do, keep facing the community, doing X, Y, and Z, doing extra. I'm like, my God, you don't stop mm. from like bloody 5 a.m. in the morning to like nearly midnight or whatever. You just don't stop at all. I'm like, that that strength. And that, that's one thing I think I got from her is that determination and that strength, sure. um, you know, to, to keep going, you know. But however, I do look and, you know, I think you could have changed some directions, you know, and you use that in a different way. But yeah, the women I, I had in my life were, were extremely strong. And, you know, a lot of them had to put up with so much bullshit from men. No, oh, you know, so much yeah. bullshit, you know, within the family, so much abuse, so much torture, so much torment, so much control of money, mm-hmm. you know, real power control as in, you know, men would um, trap these women into these relationships. Yeah. And then when you get into the extended family, um, that that cycle of abuse that the men will put on the women, some of the women in the family would start to adopt. Yes. You know, the, 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 you know, the elders would start to do, well, and it was very much, well, I had to go through this. Therefore, you have to keep going in this relationship. You can't This just, is the rule. Yeah, to, to save, you know, to save face. And this is, yeah, this is the rule, like you said. This is how we do and, it. And uh, it, it really does make me sad. But these women, I, I do feel, you know, they've kind of passed their strength on to people like us. You know, whether they know it or not, maybe they knew we were gay and different and um we we you know got their strength but i i do feel especially you know it's been really interesting through your drag especially as your um the elevation of your drag and you know introducing some of your you know passions growing up into your drag the bollywood and the dancing and the singing and it's been incredible to see south asian women Mm-hmm. Come out to shows, come out to prides. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Muslim, visibly Muslim women mm-hmm. come out with their families um, and and support and record and smile and have a good time and listening to, you know, and seeing you perform these songs from the 1960s, of course, 1960s, darling. Mm-hmm. Where where else would you get <laughs> you, you dip into and really enjoy it? And then seeing the men with their wives as well. Sure. And I feel... I feel bittersweet because I'm in the audience watching mm. with these people and it is very bittersweet because we don't have the women from our family there. Do you know what I mean? No. The aunties, the cousins, the relatives, but we get to help show these people um, success through this drag and through us being visible and out there and successful and proud and um, hopefully that will help the next generation of little queer brown kids coming through and make it a little easier for them, do you know? 
yeah. um, through that visibility. I feel like I've gone off on a tangent. <laughs> but, you know, when we start a topic like Barbie, yeah, this is where we end up. You know? Yes, we do. You, know, you, we... you hate me interrupting you, but when I don't interrupt you, you go on a tangent. No, no I'm between. Yeah, but girl, I need my tangent. <laughs> I need my tangerine moment, hunty. No, I tell you what, last episode I went on a tangent. I was just listening to it the other day and I actually stopped listening. I was like, wow, I talk a lot. You yeah, girl, you popped up, but I was living though. Yeah. She was like, she was caffeinated and um, she was popping off. We were messaging, you lot were messaging us like, wow, okay, this bitch has popped off. Yeah. I was living for it. Good for us. But yeah, that, that's Barbie and that, that's women and let's celebrate, let's keep uplifting and celebrating women in whatever way the we other, can. The other film that's out is Oppenheimer. And I have to say, I have to say, I have not seen the trailer for it. Um, but I, I'm open to watching all sorts of films. Like, I want to watch Mission Impossible. Yeah. You know, a Scientologist falls off a cliff work. Have you seen the clip of Tom Cruise? No. They built a ramp and he drives a motorbike off like a mountain cliff and falls down work. and then opens a parachute. Of course, he needs to do that to escape all the gay thoughts in his head. Work. But, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but, um... Oh, yeah, I'd love to watch that. I love a Tom Cruise film. But um, with Oppenheimer, you know, it's based on the life of uh, somebody who invented the atomic bomb. Okay, cool. Why are we flocking to that? Oh, maybe not cool. <laughs> the atomic bomb. And they just jumped on the whole Barbie thing, haven't they? Hiroshima. Really well. People died. Why? What is the fascination with creating deadly weapons that have been used for i mean if he came up with nuclear power plants and clean energy that's a real superhero of today why are we celebrating somebody who created the atomic bomb unless i'm missing something i i just don't understand the appeal there and people are flocking to it saying yeah we can't wait to watch it and i'm like oh why I don't know. You're asking. I'm the wrong not person. saying don't make them. Hey, listen. Maybe we should get a trolley load of atomic bombs and set them on fire. How about no? Let's do that. Two bearded brown men in retaliation doing to, that does not sound great to me. Do you think that's the worst part of it? I said set. <laughs> fi- I said set fire to an atomic bomb, babe. Yeah. If you set fire to an atomic bomb, what do you think would happen? You die. Well, everybody would die. Oh, work. Can't do that. I mean, not work. No. I mean, like. No. Yeah, no. We can't no. do that. That's not good at all. No. Anyway. You... Where were you going with Oppenheimer? Well, I was just saying that I feel like that's like the antithesis to Barbie. Or at least that's what... They wish they were. That's what I feel like is kind of being semi-pitched. Do you think Oppenheimer would have ever like blown up this <laughs> blown up this much without the whole Barbie thing? No, 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 not yeah, at all. It would have just been a standard film. Because for me, like... Yeah, because that, Barbie, Barbie is the hyper-femme film, yeah. and then so Oppenheimer is automatically being tutored as the hyper-mask film. Yeah, but for me, I maybe it's just me, I never saw that as a versus. I don't know why. Yeah, because it's like, oh, Barbie girly, hi Barbie, I love you. And it's Oppenheimer, it's like, men blow up things. Yeah, I never, I never saw Girl, I never men. saw all that. Maybe I'm just beyond, like, you know, those kind of thoughts now. Why? Because, I don't know, I, I just... You don't like, like to blow up stuff. No, <laughs> shut the fuck up. If I'm on, no, I hope my CIA not. agents. Uh, if to I'm this. honest, like I never saw why I'm it was kidding. why it was them films against each other. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, me neither. I didn't. I, I was like, oh, okay, then work. But yeah. Anyway, we are going to actually answer a few questions. Okay. Um, that people have sent in. I picked. I picked a few questions. Mm-hmm. We've got quite a few questions because I I do feel like it, it's always nice to answer a few and see if we can. I don't know, help people from our experiences or not. Okay, um, should we do it like a radio show? Before we answer any questions, yeah. 
um, just so you know, we are not experts in any field of of, of these questions. And speak for yourself, you dumb we bitch. Not, I know everything. We are not therapists. We are not mental health experts. I am. And no, you have to do the disclaimer, girl. I created the atomic you bomb. You can get sued. Oppenheimer. Uh. Yeah, you get your ass sued. I ain't getting sued. Okay. Um, we, yeah, we're not experts. So, I, I do want to ask a question. Oh, you want to ask the question? Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to be like a call-in person? Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. Okay. So, hi. We're listening to... You guys are listening to You Don't Love Me Boys, 92.365 FM, AM, PM, Morning Radio. We have a caller on line number 136. The lines are going off. Powered by Green Tea Energy Drinks. Caller, you're live on the air. Please don't say fuck or shit. What's your question? Hello. Hello. Oh, hello. A lovely, gorgeous... I, I'm so happy to be here. Oh, my God, darling. What's your name? My name is Andrew. Oh, my God, Andrew. Hi, Andrew. You've got a really gorgeous voice. Is that from your mom or your dad? Both. Oh, wow. Incredible. You were created by two people. Never been done before. What's your question? My question is to both of you, especially Amir with two A's, because okay. he is amazing, and I love him so much, and he is so infinitely better than you. Okay, well, we're starting with a lie. <laughs> Go on. Do you believe in karma? Oh, okay, Amir. Thank, uh, Amir, Andrew asks, <laughs> do you believe Amir. in karma? You want, me to, you want me to hit that one off first? I'm well, yes, the, the caller asked for you. Oh, yeah, mainly. Uh, hi, caller. Hi, Andrew. Thank you so much for your compliments. Um, they are correct, obviously. Um, do I believe in karma? I believe in something called karmic retribution. Okay. So, gosh, that sounds like an ointment. Um, um, got a, no, not that time. I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's like um, an American ad for like karmic retribution. Have you got yeah. chronic pain on your bumhole? Try karmic retribution. Yeah, I believe in karmic retribution. Okay, um, I believe in energy. So if you put if you put good out there mm -hmm. with a good intention, you'll get good back. Can I just say, you really are not taking any of my shit today. Oh, no. I'm <laughs> you're so, really I'm so not over it. You're really not in nope. the mood. Okay, go on. And if you put bad energy out there and do bad things, mm -hmm. and then you will get bad things back. Mm -hmm. So I believe in the, you know, the power of karmic retribution. If you treat people like shit on purpose, then your life will be shit. <laughs> then, you know, shit things will happen to you. Your, your thoughts will be shit and things will not maneuver in the way you want in this universe. You have to go out there and be good with good intent. Hmm. So um, like, it's kind of, um, oh, it, it's one of the scientific laws of like any um, action has an opposing reaction. Yeah, 100%. Mm. I believe in that. Did you always believe in karma? See, I don't know if I, I don't like it's karma, isn't it? Essentially, yeah. Mm. Um, I think no, but I thought I did. It was very like cunty hunty, like, yeah, karma's gonna get you. My name is Karma, bitch. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I believed in taking control of the karma before. Okay. So, like, if someone would hurt me and go out of the way, I would fiercely kill them back. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I am the karma. So, now I truly believe that I don't need to do anything to anyone that hurts me. Mm. I just need to let the universe do what it needs to do for everyone. Amazing. How about you? Thank you so much. Uh, do I believe in karmic retribution? 
I'm in denial of it, but I do think it does exist. But I, I believe in karmic retribution in a positive way. Mm. I think if you put, I, I feel and I believe that the language of the universe is love predominantly. I agree. And kindness and gratitude. And I think, you know, if you're grateful, it means that you have an awareness of what you have and what mm. you've been given. And I think that can be rewarded further because you can continuously be grateful and it leads to your happiness and you can get happier and happier, I believe. Obviously, not every day is perfect, but, um, you know, that's just life. But um, I definitely think if you put love out there, you will receive love. Mm. And so therefore, if it only makes sense that if you put hate out there, you'll receive hate. Mm. And, you know, there are people out there that do survive off that. I wouldn't say thrive so much. Survive. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Sucking the little blood to just keep themselves alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, I'll agitate this person and then I'll get a little bit back kind of thing. And it's like... Mm. Do you know what? If you, if you Boring. Put, yeah, if you put love out there, then it means you'll have to break down a lot within you to get to that point. And then when you do, you will be rewarded for it. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I have noticed a difference in myself. Well, of course, you've <laughs> just got to keep every single day as an opportunity to be a better version of yourself. Okay, I would like to take one question. Okay, well, what, one, one more quick question. Let's have a look. Because we don't have much time. Let's have a look, babe. Have we, um, have we got a caller? Would you like to? Oh, yeah. Hi, everyone. It's me, Amory, with two A's. Welcome to the radio station of You Don't Love Me, Boys. We have a caller on line number seven. Hi. Hello. Hi. What's your name? Where do you come from? My name's Felicity. And where are you from, darling? And I'm from South Africa. Oh, wow. Okay. Fabulous. Yeah. And what's your question for us? My question is... That you are horrible <laughs> and your husband is actually the nicer one. It's just such a shame that he wasn't here because... Uh, he might come after your question. Uh, no, because I live in South Africa, dickhead, <laughs> and he's not coming. Anyway, this is my question. When things are going well, how do we remain Humble and grateful, unlike you. You're proper full of yourself. <laughs> Bye. So, when things are going well, Amir, you can take this one first. Okay. How do we remain humble and grateful? Well, Felicity, when things are going well, there's a saying in Hindi, and it's, Achhe vakt mein, uh, nahin, bure vakt mein nahi, achhe vakt mein paglana nahi. Which basically means... Um, don't panic in the bad times, but don't get too carried away in the good times. The way to remain humble and grateful is by striking a balance. Mm. Life is all about balance. And when you're feeling good, just feel it in the present moment and know that you're feeling good. And so that in itself will help you create a counter. Mm. You know, sometimes, and I, drag queens are a great example of this. Um, there are drag queens out there who will perform, be on a high, and then they will find ways to keep the party going. Mm. And that in itself will numb you and take you out of it. Whereas I think if you do what makes you happy and you experience that, then you can simply move on to the next thing. 
you know, change is the only constant. So, you know, if the times are good, it means that they will change at some point. Not necessarily go bad, they'll just go different. So just stay in the present moment, enjoy it for what it is, and learn to move on. Um, Because if you don't, then how are you going to expect things to get bigger and better? I really love that answer. Thank you. I think I'm just going to, I agree with you. I'm just going to add a bit more. Okay. So in terms of, you know, humble and grateful when things are going well, so let's take grateful. Um, one one thing you can do is just practice gratitude every day. And that's what I do. You know, you wake up in the morning. What are you, you know, list three things at night as well, if you want to, that you're grateful for, uh-huh. you know, um, and that can really center you, uh-huh. you know, for the day. Because every single day is a, is a new day to center yourself as it's well. A it's day. a daily practice. And that's what people forget. Uh-huh. Don't just do it once and get carried away and on your high. And then to remain humble, um, it's just what you're saying, basically. Just, just, just keep that kind of learn the ways that you can keep present and learn your rhythm in this world and the things that help you remain present and happy and stick with that. And you will naturally will remain, in my opinion, humble and grateful because the good things that come won't give you that, you know, that spike of like highness. Yeah. Um, where you think you're better than. It'll be like, you know what? I've worked really hard for this. I'm proud of myself. Pat on the back. Let's do this thing. And let's really enjoy the experience of life. Yeah. You know, if you realize that you're here to enjoy life, yeah. how can you get carried away with, you know, with that stuff? Hi, it's still me, Felicity. Thank you so much for your call, Felicity. I'm still on the line from South Africa. Where we're going to cut I'm the line. I'm my dad's Hi. Jokes on you. I still got. Bitch haunting again. us. I'm AI. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye, Felicity. Bye. Bye. Gosh, she was lovely. She was really nice. Very complimentary of me. Very understandable that way. <laughs> Incredible, powerful, moving stuff. Well, I think that's all the time we have it for is. today. This has been a fun, interesting episode. We are going to go and set fire to some atomic bombs. And uh, until next time, guys. Enjoy your lives, enjoy yourselves, and uh, we love you. But, but you, you don't, don't love me. Bye, Bobby, Bobby, bye. Hi, Bobby, hi, Bobby, hi, Bobby. I'm definitely not thinking of killing myself. Bye. Thank you for listening to the You Don't Love Me podcast with Amir and Amir. For all the latest happenings, you can follow us on Instagram at You Don't Love Me Boys. That is at You Don't Love Me Boys. 